0: All right, hey everybody, welcome to Valley Creek. Hope is here, everyone is welcome, and Jesus changes everything. My name is Jason. I get to serve as the campus pastor here, and if this is your first time with us, I just want to say to you, welcome. We're really glad that you are with us today. Uh, you came for a really special day today. You can actually look at the uh, see back in front of you. If you scan that QR code, you can learn about uh, who Valley Creek is and what life is like here. We'd love to say hello to you before you leave today. But we are in the middle of a series called 60 Days of Family. We're learning to live as a healthy family. And it's been so good so far. It is like the perfect summer to talk about living as a healthy family. We're going to uh, continue that series, but today we're going to take a break from it as we two times a year get a chance to celebrate and rest, celebrate what God is doing, and then take a time of rest as a church and as a campus. So next weekend we're gonna be resting, that is there's gonna be no services at our physical campuses, but this week we get to have an opportunity to celebrate all that God has done. Can I just tell you, God's done so much. He's been so good to us in this first half of the year and how he's spoken to us and how he's moved across our church and what he's he's done among us. And so we get to uh, worship all together, all of our campuses in one place. In fact, we actually have worship leaders from all of our campuses right here today so that we get to celebrate across our entire church because Valley Creek is one church that meets in multiple campuses. And so today we're going to choose to worship all together. Literally, we're going to lead worship from here, and all the campuses are going to join in with us. We're going to sing the same songs. We're going to experience the same experience. We're going to have the time together. We're going to lead you through this service. It'll be some worship, then some reflection time, then some declaring scripture together, then communion. we got all kinds of different things we're going to lead you through, but my encouragement to you is lead into it be here celebrate the goodness of God with us because even now could you even maybe open up your heart and your and maybe your actual words and just start to say thank you God thank you God for your goodness thank you God for what you've done among us thank you God for how you're moving in our church thank you God we just choose to celebrate your goodness today
1: as we were singing that some of us were singing that because we've experienced and we know the hope that we have in Jesus and then some of us are singing that out of desperation and saying I'm trusting in God my Savior either way it's worship unto God and that's why we've come today I trust in God because he is good I trust in him I sought the Lord because he is faithful every single time and every Sunday we get a chance to come together and remind ourselves of God's goodness and of his faithfulness and of his love and so we're gonna continue to do that right here in this moment can you just have a seat just for a moment and I want us even as we just continue to worship we're gonna worship in this way we're gonna read this scripture together just as a reminder of God's faithfulness to us and this challenge that he wants to give us. Can you say it with me? Say it, rejoice always. Come on louder. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will in in Jesus Christ Jesus. Yeah. And here's the thing, I love this scripture because it's a challenge to all of us. It's a challenge to rejoice not just when things are going great but rejoice always it's a challenge for us because it's talk to God not just when it's convenient but continually it's a challenge because he says give thanks not when your circumstances are perfect but in all circumstances give thanks to the Lord I love that challenge because it tells me don't think of what the world has to say don't remind yourself of how bad things are remind yourself of how good God is and I love that challenge so we want to take a moment to do that this morning we want to take a moment to remind ourselves of the goodness of God we can give thanks in all things you want to know God's will for your life God's will is for you to give thanks god's will is for you to have gratitude and so we're going to take a moment to do that today so if you would grab your journal grab a journal and a pen if you don't have that you can grab your phone and take some notes we're going to take the next few minutes we're just going to give thanks to god and i want you to list out and write out the things that you are thankful for You may not think that you have one thing to be thankful for. I'm challenging you. And the scripture challenges you to say, there's something to be grateful for. And So take a moment, write what you're thankful for down. And in a moment, we'll come back up and we're just going to give those to the Lord. So Take a moment, write those down, come back in just a moment. I want you to begin to express your gratitude to the Lord. So whatever you wrote down, can you just begin to lift your voice and say, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness. Come on, just begin to begin to speak that out in faith. Thank you, God, for all that you've done, for everything that you've given, for all that you are, God. We worship you for who you are and all that you've done, Jesus. Come on, begin to lift your voice. Thank you, Jesus. Whatever you wrote down, just begin to speak that out. the Lord because he is good. He is faithful. God, we love you in this place and we worship you and we honor you in Jesus' name.
2: prayer today and I will not breathe that we
3: together this celebration it isn't songs it isn't doing things the main event is Jesus himself the one who is with us and he tells us that when we are still we get to know him he says be still and know that I'm God so can we just be still for a moment and just enjoy him
2: my Savior I
4: will not turn away Nothing but
3: begin to prepare for a week of rest I think it's important that we know where rest comes from and I think we would tend to say that rest comes from an absence of activity or busyness maybe even work and while that's part of it see the reality is rest has very little to do with our external realities and it has everything to do with the internal reality of our heart see rest is ultimately found in knowing who it is that's in us and who we are in him In other words, rest is found in the presence of Jesus. And see, one of the ways that we've been learning to practice the presence of Jesus is through scripture. Scripture is powerful. It's alive. It's active. So what we want to do in this moment is we just want to take some time and meditate on the word of God. And to meditate, it just means to consider over and over to think about or to contemplate And if you're sitting there thinking, man, I don't know how to meditate, let me just say that's okay. See, we like to say, if you know how to worry, you know how to meditate, because really they come from the same place. It's exercising the same muscle. So what we're going to do is I'm going to read us a verse that's going to be up on the screen behind us. We have two total. And then we're just going to take about 30 seconds or so with each one and meditate on the word of God. See, to ourselves in a quiet whisper, we're just going to read it over and over again we're going to think about it and we're going to ask the Holy Spirit what does he want to show us so let's take a look at our first verse it says my soul finds rest in God alone my salvation comes from him let's begin to meditate on the word of God take a look at our next verse it says there is a special rest still waiting for the people of god for all who have entered into god's rest have rested from their labors just as god did after creating the world let's continue to meditate on that verse
5: No
0: goodness. I'm going to invite you to go and take your seats with me. And we're going to take a moment and take communion together at all of our campuses so our teams can begin to distribute communion. And communion is celebration and communion is rest. Communion is a celebration of who Jesus is and the work that he has finished on our behalf. And communion is rest for our souls. See, it's celebration because in 1 Corinthians 11, it says every time we take communion, we proclaim Jesus until the day he comes back. And Jesus looks at his disciples one day. He says, hey, you're going to find rest for your souls. Come to me, all you who are weary or burdened. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, for I'm gentle, I'm humble of heart, and you will find rest for your souls. The word rest in that passage it's where we get our word pause from. That's how we get to the word pause. It's when we uh, cease motion. And so communion is a reminder that in Jesus, we can cease motion, both in here and out here. We can live at a peaceful pace, a, a place of rest. We can celebrate God's goodness in our life. There's always time to celebrate. There's always a reason to celebrate Jesus, who he is, and what he has done. So that's really what communion is. It's rest for our souls. It's celebration for our life. It's a reminder of God's goodness pouring all over us. I felt really strong that I wanted to tell you, um, as we're in kind of the the rhythms of summer, uh, as it's Maybe be busy for you, maybe it's slowed down for you, whatever kind of pace summer is giving you, uh, Jesus wants to meet you there and he wants to go with you there. Jesus wants to be uh, in you and he wants to be with you. And so whatever you're facing, even right now in the season, whatever your summer looks like, um, may you find rest for your soul and may you celebrate God's goodness in your life. And may, even as you take communion today, you experience both of those things inside of you. You see, Communion's for everybody who's put their faith in Jesus. If that's you, man, we're so glad that you're going to take that with us today. And each time that we take it, we remember who Jesus is. It's his body broken for us. It's his blood shed for us. It's his rest and a reason to celebrate. Was betrayed, Jesus took bread with his disciples. And he looked at that and he said, This is going to be like my body. My body's going to be broken for you, broken that you could be made whole. Every part of his experience uh, was going to be the opposite of restful uh, harsh, brutal, uh, unkind, unfair. All of that, so that we could experience true rest. All of his sorrow so that we could live a life of celebration. Let's go ahead and take the bread together. The same way he took the cup. He said this is going to be a cup of a brand new agreement between God and man. No longer are you going to have to strive and work and try for the forgiveness of your sins. Now I, because of what I've done, you will live in that full forgiveness. So let's go ahead and take the cup together. So Jesus, you are the one that gives us true rest for our souls, a ceasing of motion inside of us. And you are the reason we celebrate today. You are the reason we have hope in our hearts. You are the one that's worthy of our praise. You are the one that deserves all the glory and honor and power. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. different kind of service than what you're used to but we're stepping into a whole new season of being a kingdom come church and a kingdom come church we celebrate what God is doing a kingdom come church that looks to Jesus and says all right you're worthy of our praise you're worthy of this time you're worthy of our gratitude